So is it warm enough for you down here today? It's better. It's much better. Oh, good, because I hate to, I hate to have to hear you whine. No, you enjoy when I whine. You're right, I do. Because I'm I'm going to start with a whine. I got to tell you what happened this weekend. Okay. I'm installing a new faucet in the kitchen. Wait, right? wait, wait. Full stop. What did I tell you about you touching tools? I can do plumbing. I know. Well, no, I can. I I can do this. This is easy. Okay. But like I said, this just is beginning of the story. So I I have to get plumber's putty, you know, from the hardware store. Okay. Lisa also had to go shopping for a baby shower, so she had to get baby clothes. Right. So she was going to go to Walmart. So I said, you know what? I'll tag along, and um, you know, I'll stop at Lowe's. Get my stuff. You get your stuff at Walmart. We're good to go. So I go to Lowe's, and while I'm there, I'm like, you know what? I need a burring tool for my 3D printing. So while I, I I don't know where the hell they're at, right? So I go up to one of the associates. Now I consider myself woke. I I don't like to you know sexism and all that. So I just went up to the first person that I happened to see was a female. Okay, and I say, excuse me. You know, where can I find the deburring tools? And I get back to what? De- deburring, deburring tool. The burning tool? No, deburring. B-U-R-R. And then as I'm saying that, she starts typing it on her little handy pad. Uh-huh. And she she points something to me. It was an orange whatever thing. She said, is this it? I said, no, that's that's not it. It's Well, what's it used for? Deburring metal, taking the burrs off of metal and things like that. She types in something else. Is this it? No, that's not it. I'm like, now it's like, what the hell? And, well, I don't know that I'm sorry. And we, <laughs> we start walking away. What do I get from the wife in my left ear? Should have asked the man. That's what she said to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> out, like, out of curiosity. Yes. Uh, what did the what did said female look like? Honestly, I don't remember because she had a mask on and it's like, I am just. Pain, painfully thin, blonde girl. No, not that I recall. Okay. Then so, so then I, I did. So Lisa, she's going. She's going to. Um, she needs something for the pond while we're there. That's her thing, not mine. So when we get outside, I got signals, so I decide to look up the burring tool, find one at Lowe's, and I'm like, well, no, where the hell is this? So now I start kind of looking for someone just to say where I find this. Yeah. You know, I stumbled across it. Finally, because it was a cobalt tool, uh-huh. and I knew where all the cobalt tools were. Right. Got it. Done. Right? Now, that isn't even the crust of the story. We get to Walmart. I have not been to Walmart but for years. Right? I was there one time last year, had a bad time. Okay. And now this time. Should we answer the door? That, that's <laughs> okay. fucking annoying. Me. All right, so... She does all her shopping. I just kind of start muddling around. I know they had some Metallica albums on special, but those are long gone. All they had was a black album, and I could give it, you know, I could give a shit about that album, right? And I'm just, you know, so I didn't get anything. We go up to the end, and I pay for this stuff with my card since it's out. So I get the receipt and throw it in my pocket. Lisa got the cart behind me. As we're walking out, they ask her for the receipt. I just keep on walking. So she, in turn, keeps on walking behind me. Yeah. And I hear behind me, 
excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, excuse me. And I know you can hear me. And we just kept on walking. <laughs> and I'm like, don't treat me like a goddamn criminal for one. Yeah. Right? I walk around that store. There's empty food containers. Merchandise ripped open. So don't tell me theft control's only idea is to harass everybody leaving. Right. Now, of course, I'm not one to complain without doing something. There's a few things that could be done about this. One, my solution. I'm never going to Walmart again. Okay. I don't need them. I've been there two times in two years. I think I can live without them. Okay. But Walmart should also maybe just put a sign up. Say that our employees reserve the right to treat you like a criminal and make sure that you paid for everything in your cart. You know. You think that'll ever happen, though? It should happen. They should put that on the wall. Just to say, hey, I don't want to show up on YouTube. You know, I've seen all that before. I don't want to show up on YouTube. I'm not going to be the asshole and argue with the person. Because she's a minimum wage earner. Right. And she's just doing what she was told to get the papers, please. Sounds awful familiar. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, it does. Yeah. The person that I'm really upset with is the theft control manager who's probably some like 50-year-old bald guy who eats bologna sandwiches all the time, sitting in his office with all the cameras, not giving a shit what's actually going on in the store. Right. When I find a half-eaten, a half-eaten rotisserie chicken what in the towel section, okay, they got the chicken hot, ate it halfway through the store, and then when they were done with the chicken... They put it down. I've seen that. Jesus I've Christ. I've seen things just ripped open. Lisa, at the same time, she said she found a box of diapers with a few missing out of it. Somebody had to change your kid real quick. Couldn't pay for the shit. My God, it's like, but treat everybody leaving like they're a criminal. Right. You know, instead of people out there doing their jobs, going around and stopping people from acting like fucking animals. Yeah, well... Uh, that would be like profiling. No, it's not profiling. They got the cameras like casinos, right? You see shit going down. You send the people out and go after them. Yeah, Done. But, yeah, but you can't break somebody's thumbs in a Walmart. You could. I'm you, not disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I just feel that I, I have no love lost for that store. And I understand people need a job and they can work there. I'm not going to put down employees that are just making minimum wage to get by. It's it's the corporate the, structure. The corporate management and the, and the is, is awful. Yes. They, I, they know the problems. Now, the one in Allentown, somebody, because um, I had ranted to somebody about this at work. The one in Allentown actually has like a corral system. You can't exit the store unless you go through the registers. Right. So that's a great idea. You know, that way you know if somebody exits the store, they had to have gone through the register system. Right. Because I know Lee Heighton has a big problem. I've seen it. They, you know, the, I used to remember on Facebook, the police would say, hey, could you help us locate these people that we couldn't fucking stop when they're in the store? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I know. I Like I said, I'm not mad. I'm mad at the fact that it's like I've never had the, the papers, please. Yeah. And the minute I did, I was a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sunday, Missy and I went to Walmart as well. Oh. Because um, I had just changed oil in the Jeep and in the in the Kia, mm -hmm. and I dumped oil in my garage. 
Okay. So I had to go get kitty litter to clean up the oil. Um, so we had a, we went for that and a few other, you know, just little things. Um, I went to look for ink for the printer. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, Walmart doesn't have fucking ink. They, right? they never have ink for my, you know, for my brand because Lisa goes out there every so often. And I uh-huh. tell her, get this number. She, they never have it. Uh, I, I need Canon 245s. Yeah. 245, 246. Thank God for fucking Amazon. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but, you know, and we got the papers, please, on the way out. Yep. With five things mm-hmm. in the cart. Yep. Five. And she didn't even look in the cart. She glanced at the receipt. Okay. What's the point? Exactly. I, I, I don't get it. You know, if they're going to do something, why not, you know, why not go full force new stop and frisk? Well, that, that's been outlawed. Well, no, not. Uh, well, obviously, if they can check receipts in this, because you know, I've heard stories about this. Hey, you're in our store until you leave our store. We can ask you to do whatever you want. OK, stop and frisk. Yeah, that, uh, dude, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. It's all a lawsuit waiting to happen. True. Nobody's going to sue Walmart because they'll lose. True. True, true. So I'll true. just choose. I will choose the high road and not go there anymore. Well, I don't think you'd lose with Walmart. I think they would just settle quickly. Really? I think so. Oh, easy money. Yes. I think they would just say, okay, well, he's only asking for a hundred grand. We're good. What I would like to see, and I'm not advocating this, but if it happens, I'm not against it either. Like every like maybe about 30, 40 people, uh-huh. I'll check out and wait. And leave as a group. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would take part in that. I would take part in that. You know, it's like just leave as a group. How how do you like that? Now I do know, like I said, it's it's. I've often just been worried about. I've never been stopped, right? Because I don't know. You know, I'm not even going to say it's profiling. I just think that I've just always gotten lucky that people don't give a shit, right? And and let's face it, the the dude making eight bucks an hour at the Walmart at the exit to Walmart, yeah, they don't give a fuck, yeah. If I had the job and someone just ignored me like, you know, we ignored her, I just would, oh, well. Yeah. You know. Vas come do. Yep. You know, and, but she didn't yell at run after us, which, thank God, I was like, <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't, I don't need people behind me yelling, world star, you know, I don't need that. Yeah. Well, uh, the one that, uh, the one that asked to see the papers for us at Walmart, if her running actually would have been a fucking interesting sight. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. All, all I could think was, um. Loompa, doompa, yeah, you know. like I said, I'm not mad at her for just doing her job. And no, no, I, but I, I'm mad at the policy itself, and that is how I showed my disdain of it. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. I, I don't like the policy either, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it out on the worker. Yeah. I, I, I won't do that. Of course, of course, I couldn't shut up about it because I went to Lowe's again, and then as like I picked up a new grill, and it was like. It was like, oh, how, you know, she's like, how'd they pick up the girl? Oh, fine. No one harassed me on the way out. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's a trip to Walmart. <laughs> yes. Yes. Last last trip to Walmart. Awesome. Yeah. If you're, you're going to do something the last time, go out. Like I said, I, I have no love of the place, and I'm just, it, it irritates me to no end. Yeah. So, I'm not going to bother. Now, now, now watch our local store start doing it when I leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! But I just want shampoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sh- shampoo as opposed <laughs> to the real poo. Yeah. You want to stick your hand in the bucket? Yep. 
I just thought of it now. We got all the bad topics out. I wanted to add more to this, but I keep forgetting which ones I added, and I'm afraid that I'll do it more than once because they're great ideas. Oh, brother. There you go. Okay, let's see what today's topic is. For historic episode 20, by the way. Is it 20? This is number 20. I didn't know you were even keeping track. Yes, I am. Today's topic, courtesy of our friend Jim Miller. Oh, see? That wasn't my fault now. The best movies of all time. Of all time. Of all time. That's it. That's, a, that's a, not a bad one. It's not a bad one, but it's a very broad-ranging topic. Oh, yeah, very vague, too, because, like, I in my quest in the past couple of years to watch all these classic movies that everyone raved about and loves and everything else, there's a lot of turds out there. Really? Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Taxi Driver. You weren't a fan of Taxi Driver? Nah. I like, I, yeah. I'm, I like it. Citizen Kane, meh. Okay. Especially when you know the ending. The whole fucking movie is ruined. I understand the spoilers now. Yeah. It's like, the, literally, the whole movie is ruined because it's like, holy shit, it's like, I know the ending. This The movie doesn't matter. You're Yeah, you're pretty right. Best movie, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's really broad because, I mean, there are so many out there that deserve to be called the best, you know? Well, let's kind of break it down a little bit um, to kind of simplify it. For our feeble little minds. Okay. Let's go by genre. Okay. All right. In your opinion, best comedy film ever. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I got had to start you with a hard one, didn't no, I? No, not a hard one because it's like I can think of like just just movies that just make me laugh and I mean I think like maybe History of the World Part One or even uh uh Monty Python um and the Holy Grail, both excellent choices. I, I, the humor in those movies, I absolutely love. Yes, uh, oh. and they're movies that would never get greenlit today. Oh God, no! God, no! There was there. There's so much, but yeah, you know, I'm even thinking that the Holy Grail might even just just because of the the singing wedding scene. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk history of the world part one. Yeah, that, I, I still love that movie. That's so do I. It with uh, today's lenses, mm-hmm. probably not gonna get greenlit. No, but no. It, you can't make fun of Christ. No, you can't make fun of Christ. You can't make fun of the Jews. You yeah. can't make fun of well nowadays. You can't make fun of anybody. No, but Mel Brooks w- is an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. Most of his movies would not get greenlit today. I'm not. There's a few I haven't seen, like Silent Movie and uh, Silent Movie's not too off. That, that off, one I do need to see. That one's not too off color. Yeah. Um, but History of the World would never get greenlit. There's no way in hell Blazing Saddles would ever get no. done today. Even Spaceballs. Spaceballs wouldn't had, get done today. You know, had had some scenes in it that were you know were let's let's use the term culturally insensitive. Yes. But funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> when Lord Helmet's there playing with his with the, with the action figures. Yeah. Oh, I know what Jewish Jewish princesses want. Yes. You know, veil that uh, very very thinly veiled stab at Jew at yeah at Jews. Yep. Well, in fairness, Mel Brooks is a Jewish man. Yep. You know, 
but he would he would poke fun at anybody. And it, once again, it was a different time. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, you could make jokes like yeah. that, and they were accepted, and yeah. people laughed at them. You still, you know what? The funny part is, you still can. And, yeah. And and the best part is, is like I said, and and when I listen to the radio, especially if you got Bill Burr, yeah, or Tim Voss. Uh, Rich Voss, Rich Voss, yeah, and there's a few others that will make jokes, and then you hear their back punchline, like "Look at everybody looking around to see if they're allowed to laugh right now." Right, you know, it's like because they're making off-color humor. Right, you know, it's like that. That is like they they that is always like that little ad, added punchline to it. Are you allowed to laugh? All right, uh, we've talked. Okay, those are. Both excellent choices. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, hit uh, Holy Grail. Yes, Holy Grail to me is, in my opinion, that's Python at their pinnacle. Yeah, even though writing wise, yes, even though all of them said it was a horrible experience all the way around. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a terrible. By all accounts, it was a terrible time making that movie. Yeah, but the writing is top shelf. Even by Python standards, and that's setting the bar pretty goddamn high. And let's not forget the fact that um, Graham Chapman was drunk mm-hmm. for ninety yep. percent of the filming, and they also had both Terry's uh, directing it, yes. with two different directing styles. Yes, so they they were constantly unable to get used to one or the other. For what I understand, Terry Jones was more. He just wanted to make sure all the dialogue got right. Uh-huh. And Terry Gilliam was a perfectionist. You do it like I want you to do it. Right. And it was like they were just constantly at odds with each other. A few times they threatened to quit because of one or the other. It's like, uh, and Eric Idle did, um, Terry Jones allowed the ad lib um, in the um, Bring Out Your Dead scene. Yes. When he said, you know, is that a king? How do you know? You got covered in shit. And he allowed it. Right. Terry Jones allowed that, and they were, like, thrilled that he allowed that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's, and to I think that part of good comedy is you have to allow for the ad lib. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, a lot of the directors now will allow them, they'll do, like, 50 takes on something. Let them just run with it and ad lib and just pick one from it. Right. I mean, and now now it's uh, from a logistical standpoint, it's cheaper. Yeah. Because we're not you're not dealing with physical medium. Yeah, wasting film and all that. Wasting film. Mm-hmm. It's all it, you know. It's all in a digital medium. Yeah. So the, you don't have to worry about that cost. Yeah. And let's and let's be real. Thirty five millimeter film is not cheap. Yeah. So it's like you got to get the takes right. You got to get the takes now, and you know. Yeah, if you throw it in there. And like an ad lib back then was more huh, spot. I, I, I want to say spontaneous, yes, but more golden. Yeah. You know, not like, okay, we're going to do 50 takes and let's just pick one. And then it makes some sort of internet list, you know, top 20 ad libs in movies. Right. It's like, yeah, there was, you could, they did 20 of that, that at one take. Right. You know, let's, uh, let's talk about another great comedy film. And a lot of people may not even know the film. I'm not going to say it's the greatest comedy film ever, but I absolutely love it. Johnny Dangerously. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is definitely a good one. That's Michael Keaton doing what Michael Keaton should do. Yeah, Keaton. Michael Keaton is a great comedic actor. Uh, you gotta love Joe Piscopo yeah. in that. Yeah, the whole um, Peter Boyle. Yeah, um, yeah, the one that played his brother, the clueless brother. Yes, even Dom DeLuise is the Pope. Yes, um, or not the Pope. He was the no. Bishop. He was the Pope. No, he was the bishop. Yeah, but he said he said no when he said that line. You know, is is you know, is the Pope Catholic? He comes out. Ah, ah. yeah. Yeah, he was. Hey, he goes. Ah, he puts out his hand for the money. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. That, he played the Pope. <laughs> that whole that whole movie is is great. And uh, Dan, uh, Danny DeVito as yep. the DA, Alan Hill uh, Jr. as the as the police as the, the police as the police desk sergeant. Yeah, yep. the desk. I mean, yeah, Mary Lou Henner. I mean, yeah, the whole cast. And it was so. Oh my God, that's so. And Maroney. I don't even know who Maroney was. Oh God, but man, one of the greatest characters in comedic movie <laughs> history, Roman Maroney. Oh yeah, Haggerty, this one's for you. You sneaky son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna take you, dwarf, and nail it to the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, and the, the when he was deported, he's like deported to Spain. He's not even from there. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great fucking movie. Yeah. What? what are you a fan of the Friday movies with Ice Cube? Yeah, oh, you know that, yeah. Oh, I love them. Come on, we, we we used to quote them all the time. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> How the fuck you get fired on your day off? <laughs> you ain't no, no player. player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love the comedic timing of um, Ice Cube and the Chris, guy, Day Day. Chris, oh, Day Day. Yeah, uh, well, yeah Chris, Chris Rock was okay. Chris in Tucker. Tucker, sorry, Chris Tucker was all right in the first one, but the second one with with Mike Epps, yes, oh we, my God, that dynamic Day was, Day is, was the, hilarious. The the addition of Day Day was great. Yeah, and then when you brought in uh, Terry Crews, yep, you know Terry Crews as the as the uh, the apartment manager's son, yeah, who was fresh out of prison. Yep, Cat Williams as a Cat, pimp. Cat Williams, that as movie a pimp. made Cat Williams. <laughs> yes, it did. And Cat, oh, Cat Williams was so good in that. Yeah, he was so good. You you bought him as Money Mike. Yep. Yeah. That- Code co- forty seven, pimp in distress. <laughs> 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 Fucking love that movie. Yeah, that was th- those movies. All of them were awesome, and I know they had said they're going to make another one. Yeah, they're supposed to be doing one called Last Friday. Yeah, I know. It's just, oh, just. I always felt like they ended on such a good note. Yeah, I know. Le- le- you know, leave on a high note. Yeah, leave it go, man. Because uh, Friday after next was really, really good. I mean, Friday and next Friday are both great films. Um, Friday after next might actually be my favorite of the bunch. I love I, I I, but that's like picking your favorite kid, man. That's hard to mm. do. They're both three such great. No, they are such great movies. All three of them. Yeah, they are. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, Tiny Lester's Debo. Yep, they, they're all sitting there. Hear the hear the mic. Hear the bike going. Hide your chains. Hide yep. It. <laughs> what you got on my forty, Craig? <laughs> yeah, that movie brought us by Felicia. Yep, which is still like you know is constantly being used. People might not even know where it even comes from. Nope, they prob a lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't. I'm trying to think of another you know great comedy film that. A lot of people may not be aware of. There's one that pe- I know that people are aware of. I'll, I'll, you know, I don't know. Yellowbeard. Yellowbeard. I finally found it on Blu-ray. Yes, Yellowbeard. I mean, I never see it on. I never see it on like any list of even pirate movies. No, you know, and it is an awesome movie. And of course, 
some of the dialogue in it would not fly by today's standards. Oh, absolutely not. But I mean, you got again, you got just a wonderful cast in there. Well, you got half of the Python ha- boys. Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong. Uh Peter Cook. P- uh, Peter Cook. Uh Marty Feldman in his last Marty performance. Marty Feldman in his last yes. Um and Boyle again. Uh, Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. That's how I learned how to say bosun. <laughs> Yeoman Bosun. Oh, it's it's like when the the next person on the ship, where it looks like um, if you look at the name of it, it it's, does it does not say Bosun. It's a Boatswain. Yeah, Boatswain. <laughs> yep, yep. It was Yeoman Bosun. Yep. And Marty Feldman trying to smuggle a woman on the onto the ship in a stuffed alligator. What is that? That's no, a crocodile dial. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up. What? Open it up. It's there, got buttons snaps on, the on the side. Yes. Oh, awesome. And like, it's such an awesome. Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn's, Madeline Kahn's good in anything yeah. she does. And it was just, oh, that, that was an, I mean, that was like almost like, you look at King Arthur. Yeah. From Holy Grail. You look at Yellowbeard. It is so two distinctly different characters and it's the same person. Yeah. And then you see Graham Chaplin as he normally is. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he was a phenomenal actor. Yes. Phenomenal. And considering the fact that he was plastered most of the time, yeah. makes it even more impressive. Yeah, that's Yellowbeard was just a wonderful comedy. I still like to quote it. Oh, me too. You, you know, know another, another infinitely quotable film from that time, time mm. period? Young Frankenstein. Yeah, definitely. Gotta love Young Frankenstein. Yes. Once again, Peter Boyle. Marty Marty Feldman. <laughs> Marty Feldman. Gene wow. Wilder. Wow, there, there's like a... There, there is definitely... You know, we have we know what our favorites are. We have we don't have a, so much a genre. We have like if it's Marty Feldman in it, let's watch it. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> kidding, man. Oh God, let's move on from comedies. Oh, what's your favorite horror film? That's tough because there are so many out there I love. I think Tourist Trap is an excellent horror. Yeah, film. Yeah, you told me about that one. I yeah. still haven't watched. It. I also like the Sleepaway Camp series. Oh my God, I'm kicking it old school. All the old school stuff. I love this. And I I like the first couple. Well, I should say, I like Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Uh-huh. Not so much the second one. Well, the the second one, uh, I watched a, I watched a uh, documentary about the second one. Yeah. About all the homosexual overtones in it. Yeah. And I think it was called Scream Queen, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, that, it was, it was really, really interesting to watch. What happened to the kid that played Jesse, or the, the you know the man that played Jesse yeah. later on in life? Like he tried to tried his damnedest for the longest time to disavow anything to do with Nightmare Two. Yeah, like he wouldn't do the fan fan conventions and stuff like that. But now he he's he's grown to embrace it. There was it, like I said, for me it wasn't. I know there was a lot of like I heard about the homosexual overtime, but I didn't really care about that. I honestly thought. It was just flawed as as a horror movie. Yeah. Now, well, and then when you get to the third and the fourth, when you start getting a cast back, a cast together, uh-huh. where it's like, it's almost like this ensemble cast is like dwindling down, but each movie, they're keeping some and not keeping some. Right. It made sense. Well, I mean, and once you start getting into like three, from three on especially, is when Freddy stops being... A monster, mm-hmm. and he starts with the one-liners. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and after that, he became a one-liner machine. Mm-hmm. There was still some horror, you know. It was still a horror film at its heart, but 
there was way too much comedy injected mm-hmm. into it, especially into the big bad. You know, but I did like a lot of the horror scenes, that like um, the one character being turned to a roach. Yes, another one being a marionette and plunging off a building. Yep, um, especially that iconic in the junkyard with everything beeping and Freddy's back. I mean, like I said, the second one. I mean, Freddy turns invisible. Like the water starts boiling. It just, it, like I said, the the whole thing was just it. It got weird. Yeah, and it was more paranormal. That it was horror. I've got one. I've got my pick for the greatest horror film ever. Mm. The Exorcist. I didn't like it. You? Did, how can you not like The Exorcist? Well, I didn't like it for a horror film because I didn't think it was a horror film. I I felt, I mean, it was mostly like, well, the title. It was about a priest's journey. Yeah. Now, Max von Sydow's in it. Awesome. Yes. Um, also, was it, in Strange Brew. It's a it's a good yeah, but it's a, it's that's another good comedy. But it's a good it's a good movie. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I didn't care for it for a horror film. See, that's see, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you on this one because that's one movie that I've I've I watched that movie probably for the first time at like 8 or 10 years old, okay, was the first time I watched The Exorcist. That movie still creeps me out. Mm. I'm And I'm 46 years old. That movie still creeps me out. And, you know, the last time we went to D.C., I actually, I, I made it a point to walk the Exorcist steps. Okay. The, fa- the steps that Father Karras yeah. flies down. I made it a point to walk them. You know, that's what an impact that movie had on me. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love The Exorcist. I put that up there with uh, with te- with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as, you know, just like the cream of the crop of horror films. Okay. The one that the one that got me when I was a kid, it's strange saying horror movies that got us when we were kids, but uh, Return of the Living Dead. Okay, yeah. That, wait, wait, wait. Hang, is that the one with the, te- with the dr- drums in the basement of the place? Yes. Okay. And so I, cheesy. Well, I lived down from a cemetery. Yeah. And seeing that as a kid, holy shit, I was scared of the cemetery now. Yeah. The, but I, I shouldn't ought to watch it, but horror movies, oh. I, horror movies were like, you know, I've seen some Street Trash is another one that <laughs> it's, again, this one wouldn't even be made by today's standards either, but it, it's about... Um, a case of alcohol called Viper. Okay. That starts just killing people hmm. when they drink it by melting them from the inside out. That's interesting. If you you street it, trash. Yes. It, look for it's beyond really description, but there's a lot of it pretty much has to do a lot of the homeless community, well, the homeless community uh and just mafias in it. It's all over the place at certain points, but wow, is it crazy. Uh, you ever see Hobo with a Shotgun? Heard of it. That's the Rucker Hauer one, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I have it. I'll have to dig it out for you. Um, Hobo with a Shotgun's a good one. It's not so much a horror film as it's kind of like, uh, think of Tarantino with the volume turned up mm-hmm. even more. Okay. That's Hobo with a Shotgun. Speaking of Rucker Hauer, have, did you see the original The Hitcher? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of that when you said Rucker Hauer. Oh, oh my God. That... Yeah. 
is a sick movie. Yes, it is. I was not a fan of that. There's a whole bunch of stuff in it. Oh, boy. Like when he pulls the girl apart with the tractor trailer? Yep. Oh. And, of course, when he passes the car, you know, when he's in the back of the station wagon and puts his finger to his lips, like, shh, don't say a word. Oh. Yeah. That and Joyride. Joyride? Don't mess with truckers. Do not pick up hitchhikers. Nope. Don't mess with truckers. You ever see a movie called uh, He Never Died? No. That I don't. I never heard of it. It's uh, It stars Henry Rollins. All right. Henry Rollins is an angel mm-hmm. who's also a cannibal. The hell? Yeah. <laughs> Watch it sometime. It's on Netflix. Another good stuff for the horror genre was also the uh, the creep shows. The creep show movies were excellent. And, and the Twilight Zone movie. Yep, the Twilight Zone movie. Um, yeah, I love the creep show ones. Those were, those were awesome. Yes. Yes, they were. And they need more anthology movies out there. Well, <laughs> I know uh, they, they went belly up, but they're... What the hell? Uh, Showtime, I think, one of the networks started doing a creep show series. Yep, you but can, probably did. It's on Amazon. You can find it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I have a hard time picking a favorite horror movie. Yeah, there's so many outside of The Exorcist. Yeah, like eighties, eighties horror was my favorite. Like Return to Horror High, April Fool's Day, Blood Diner. Blood Diner. Oh, God. Blood Beach was another one that freaked me the hell out. Oh, yeah. Um, the one that I don't like at all, Motel Hell. Motel Hell was was not that good. No, no. Motel... I... I, ha- I have this... I don't know. There's just some movies that really get me the wrong way. And, and when I found out what was in the fritters... God damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, did you ever see... Uh, uh, cannibal Holocaust? No, no. I've seen m- enough about it, though. Well, um, Eli Roth mm-hmm. kind of redid it uh, as The Green Inferno. Okay. Watch The Green Inferno. That movie is fucking sick. It's it's Eli Roth at yeah. his twisted best. You know, I mean, you take what he did with Hostel, uh, with Hostel, and put it in a jungle environment. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's next to a snuff film. It's it's well, unreal. Well, I'd be remiss to talk about horror movies without mentioning Evil Dead, though. Evil Dead, Sam Raimi's a genius. Yes, even the remake was good. See, I love the remake. A lot of people, yes. a lot of people shat on the remake. I liked the remake. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was really well done. Yes, and a, a great retelling of the story. Yes, and bet, some some effects were done a little bit better. And again, very beautiful how. I mean the the point when it was like everything's freaking out and screaming and yelling and then dead silence and just her voice. You're all gonna die here. Yep. You know that effect was beautiful. Yes. Uh, it, it, that's proper use of dynamics. Yes. That is proper use of dynamics. What since we are since you went down remakes, what was your thoughts on the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street? I didn't see it. Not uh, and not because, like I said, I I mean the the character, the actors in it. I mean, I didn't I didn't see it not because like shitting on the original kind of thing, but I've really not been into a lot of new horror. I I thought it was really well done. I yeah. enjoyed it, and that's another one that a lot of people shat on. Yeah, I have like I said, if anybody wants to make the movie and redo a retelling, I mean, there's been retellings of retellings at this point. Yeah, I mean, I mean what how, is the original? How many times have we seen the Dracula story? Exactly in different iterations. You know, but uh, I didn't see it just because 
I think I'm such a fan of that early horror, like Prom Night and those. Yeah. That I just, I'm not into the new stuff. And Eri Roth probably is to blame for some of that because I cannot stand the torture stuff. Yeah. See, I'm not, I, 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 I'm a fan of torture, of the torture porn genre. Yeah. I'm a fan. And no, folks, it's not really porn. It's that ultra graphic, ultra violent horror. Yeah. Has been dubbed torture porn. Movies like Hostel, the Saw series, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. I don't like that. I'm more. I mean, I'm really into the slashers. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. One person was was wronged and is going to kill everybody else, and you know, you have the final girl or whatever. You know, all those wonderful tropes that you'd have in those movies. Well, that that's kind of like I spit on your grave. Yeah. Have you have you seen that? I haven't seen that one. Okay, watch them both. Watch the original and watch the remake. They're both excellent movies. Yeah, I think you'll dig them. Uh, it it's revenge horror done mm-hmm. really well. The basically what happens is there's a a young female writer who goes to a secluded cabin to write to to write her next book, and ends up getting gang raped by mm. the local sheriff and a few other um, scoundrels. Yeah. Well, she takes her revenge. Mm. They 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 leave her for dead in in the in the in the creek, and one by one she takes them all out. Mm. You'll it, the scene with the the scene with the shotgun. You'll like it. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Check it out. Check the remake out for yeah. that. Another good horror: Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, that <laughs> funny as hell too. I, yeah, it's like I said, comedy and horror are one of those that can sometimes really straddle that line. Well, yeah, I mean, but look my, at- but my God, it's it like it's like an it's an eighty slasher flick, but not an eighty slasher flick, right? Which makes it so much funnier. Yeah. What about uh, well, I mean, the same thing with Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. I like Shaun of the Dead. Um, there was a couple that that whole uh, the uh, Simon Pegg yeah. trilogy, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Um. I enjoyed them. I think he has wonderful writing and comedic timing. Yeah. And just, <laughs> it, it's just so much fun to, and I love, if you watch that movie, the entire movie synopsis is in the bar scene. Yeah. You know, when they say like, you know, do some shots here and knock some back here. It's like, that's what they're doing the whole movie. Right. And which I thought that's excellent writing. To foretell the entire movie. Yep. In the opening scene. What? A, okay, like uh, kind of along the horror genre, but uh, not. Well, it's more of a thriller. How about Seven? Never seen it. I've I've seen scenes of it here and there, so I kind of know all that it's about. I know who's in it, but I've never actually sat down and watched the movie. Oh my God, Kevin Spacey is so good in that. Mm. Uh, Kevin Spacey is so good as the as as the killer. Uh, Brad Pitt gives one of his best performances. Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman, as always, is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't recommend Seven enough to you. I think you'd like it. Yeah, from good what psychological. I, yeah, for what I've seen of of like scenes and all that, I probably would. It's yeah. just what was that? You know, there came a point where I just wasn't watching a lot of horror movies anymore. Yeah, you know, I I, I probably wasn't even watching any movies at that point. <laughs> all right, what's your favorite mafia movie? Hmm. Or not, not even so much mafia, but can we say Johnny Dangerously? <laughs> you, you can say Johnny no, Dangerously. I mean, oh, if you 
Oh my God! I know, I know, like where, ah oh man, Goodfellas, just, just such a great movie, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, Casino. I put Goodfellas above Casino. I I got I, just, I, I got them neck and neck. Yeah, I I put Goodfellas slightly above Casino, just because you know, you know, all my life I wanted to be a gangster. Yep, <laughs> like, Ray Liotta. Yeah, Ray, Ray Liotta is Ray, so good. Ray, in that. If Ray Liotta would have been in Casino, holy shit. That would have been an awesome casting. Yeah, but who would you put? Who would you had Ray Liotta play? Uh, would you had him play Ace? No, oh no, no, no. I'm trying to think. What? Where's a? Uh, maybe the Don Rickles character. Oh, okay. The the floor boss. Yeah, maybe. Maybe like I said, I know that's not. Or you know, maybe the one that hits Pesci's character in the back of the knees. Yeah, him. Or you know, heck, even the guy complaining in the deli. Yeah, but you know, somebody just to put those three in a movie again. Yeah, that would that would have been good. Uh, I I loved De Niro and Casino. Yes, Casino was. I mean, just considering it was a basically mostly a true movie. I mean, yeah, it, it's. I mean, there's you know some creative liberties taken, yeah. but it it really is the story of Ace Ace Rothstein. Yeah, and and um. It's, you know, just that old school casino stuff yep. and the way things went down. Even though people, someone seems to have it all, he does not have his life together. No. No, he did not at all. Uh, Goodfellas is, uh, you know, it, it, that, that's great. That's Joe Pesci at his best. That's Ray Liotta at his best. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can't go wrong with Goodfellas. But in my humble opinion, no mob movie tops the Godfather. True. I I do enjoy The Godfather. Such a that is that is like the perfect gangster movie. That is the perfect mob movie. I I, I cannot find a flaw with it. I really have to watch that again. It's it's been a, it's been a while since I've watched it. I mean, Godfather 2 is excellent as well. Uh the first two Godfather movies are great. Godfather 3, eh, not so much. I could I'll, I could take a pass on Godfather Three, but that's another one with Pacino as uh, uh, Michael Corleone. Yeah, Pacino is so fucking good in those movies, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, of course, in the first one you've got uh, uh, Brando mm-hmm. as as Don Corleone. Yep, Brando gave you know the. Other than Apocalypse Now, quite possibly the performance of his later career. Yeah. You know, uh, Brando was fantastic in that. The movie is so well written, uh, so well acted. Bobby Duvall, uh, Robert Duvall is the consigliere. You can't really find fault from, you know, for a gangster movie with The Godfather. Another good gangster movie. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Yes. Yeah. See, like I said, there's not a lot of really good mafia movies. You know, they get cliche, too cliche, because of all the the good ones that came out. They try to copy them. Okay. You know, but Harlem Nights was good on its own. Yeah. You know, and even like I said, even though it was a comedy, you know, you know when Eddie Murphy shoots Della Howard in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen uh, Have you seen the, Dep- the Departed? I've no, but I've seen 
So many wonderful lists about it. I didn't. Was that a mafia? It's a. It's about the. It's about Whitey Bulger. Okay, I did not know. It's about Whitey Bulger. It's such a good movie. Um, that is, I, you, you should watch that one. There's one on Netflix. It was a Netflix original called The Irishman. I heard about that. Isn't That's that like, like it's like three and a half. It's like three hours plus, but it's a. It's oh, a good I thought watch. they said it was a long movie. <laughs> it, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, the Irishman was really good. The Departed is really good, and like I said, those are more about the Irish mob. Yeah, you know, uh, in Boston. Yeah, you know, uh, another really underrated one, Next of Kin. Next of Kin. Yeah, I'm it was to think okay. If I've seen that. Liam Neeson and Patrick Swayze. Yes. Play these, you know, well they're from like a Virginia West Virginia bumpkin family, for lack of a better term, but the theme is family. Okay. Now, the mafia is robbing these trucks. All right? Uh-huh. And Patrick Swayze's brother, not Liam Neeson, he plays another brother, but one of the brothers is in the truck, and the mafia pretty much shows up on the trucks. The driver's, oh, stop, stop, you know. Well, this guy, he's, these guys aren't taking, you know, my stuff. And they kill him. Hmm. So now you've got the entire family from West Virginia taking on the mafia. That, I might have to watch that one. Yeah. And it's beautiful when you have the two heads of family meet. Yeah. And kind of like, what are we going to do about this? There's you know? a there's a new mafia-related series. I think it's on Stars. It's either mm-hmm. Stars or Showtime called Your Honor with Brian Cranston. Okay. Um, what the premise is, is Brian Cranston's son kills a mafia uh, Brian Cranston's a judge okay and his mafia uh, his son kills a mafia don's son in a drunk driving accident Ooh. yeah i have yet to watch it but everything i've heard about mm. it is really good Th- that i have to check that one out not a movie but i still need to check it out yeah i i i miss good gangster movies man i i love good gangster movies yeah i like it. i I think I think when like a lot of the stuff was demystified yeah by you know everything you know like when you real I mean I think they kind of like went away yeah like when uh when Geraldo Rivera opened up Capone's vault god I remember that god I do remember that I remember it too I remember sitting watching you know god what's going to be in there what's going to be in there the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's empty <laughs> yeah wasn't there like a newspaper or something in there uh, yeah, it's like, oh, you bastard. You bastard. Yeah, but it, it, that, that riveted us for his good television at the time. But it's like, but I think a lot of it was just demystified over the time with the Internet when you could actually realize what these people were like in real life. And and, and I think a lot of it went away when uh, when the five families went down, mm-hmm. especially when John Gotti yeah. went down, you know, because, OK, <laughs> the mob's gone. The mob's mm-hmm. done. You know, I mean, now nowadays, the gangs that are prominent in this country are, uh, for lack of a better term, the ethnic gangs. Yep. You know, the Crips, the Bloods, the MS-13, Latin Kings. You don't hear much about the about the Italian mob anymore. No. No, but that you know what, if if uh, that this may be a good thing. (laughs) Well, I I mean, you know, if they're still operating, let them just do their thing. Yeah, stay cool. Yeah. <laughs> M- 
Much love to much love to Locosa Nostra. <laughs> All right, we've done comedy, we've done horror, we've done gangster. Yeah. Pick a genre. Are there any other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's your favorite rom com? No, no, <laughs> I, I ain't doing it. No, none. Wait, you don't like Pretty in Pink? I don't. I don't like rom coms. What's your favorite teen mo- uh, teen angst movie? Oh, Jesus. Christ. Fine, Heather's. How about that? I was just going <laughs> to say Heather's. There, it doesn't get better than Heather's. If we're going to if we're going to pick a, a teen movie, let's pick uh, it's Heather's. Day. It, it, it's Heather's. There, there's no better movie. Yeah, and of course all the John Hughes stuff. Oh yeah, I, you, you, I I'll yeah. still I'll still sit and watch The Breakfast Club to this day. Oh yeah, I was just I was actually just thinking about that movie the other day and rewatching that one in Weird Science. Weird Science is a good one. Uh, the The Breakfast Club is a good one. Like you said, any of the John Hughes stuff. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, Sixteen candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, yeah, all that. All I mean, all those. Those. I think we can more identify with those teenagers. Cause, well, that's when we were teenagers. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you know, sadly, you know, we we uh, we we knew those people on the bus and in school. You were Ducky, weren't you? I was no, no. I was John Cusack's character in Sixteen Candles. Whose whose window were you standing outside of with a boombox? No, no, that was say anything. Oh, that was say anything. You ass. <laughs> Sorry, wrong movie. Yeah, no, I was the friend of the of the friend, not the, you know, bullshit. You were either Ducky or Long Duck Dong. No, I was honestly in 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 school. I was I was so much the the the, the background character. I was Nicholas Cage in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Whoa. You know what I mean? I was background. You know, I didn't lead the pack. I followed. Yeah. You know, I I, I hear you. I got you. I got you. Me, I was loud. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I was loud. I was loud. <laughs> I, 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 you're I'm a typical Leo. You're not. No, I am. I am. I'm arrogant. I'm, you know, full of myself and all that. Well, I'm all that. Plus, I like it. Plus, I like attention. But I wasn't. Yeah, I did too. But I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to get good attention. Well, you know. Okay. So it's like you 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 end up just kind of falling, you know. But of course, even though I was the one who was the follower, if anybody got in trouble, it was my fault. Oh, of course. Somehow, it got back to me. I wasn't driving the car. I wasn't hanging out the window yelling shit. Okay, but somehow I'm the one that influenced it. I have no idea how that happens. Well, you're you look you're a bad influence on me. Yes, I know. I'm a terrible influence on you. you Horrible. Were, you were like a boy scout before I met you. I was. <laughs> I was I was. Yes. Then I then I came along. You are right. <laughs> What's your favorite uh There's not many genres after that, is there? It's like What's your favorite war movie? That's tough because I really, I haven't seen a lot. Um, it has it, war movies have never been like one of my favorites. Um, I'm trying to think. I just saw one recently with a tank, and Shia LaBeouf was in it. With, and Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. What the hell? What the hell was the name of it? I like that one. That was really that was a really good movie. Yeah, I, uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, G- uh, Jim or Andy, help me out. Yeah, Inglorious Bastards was a good one. Inglorious Bastards is great. 
I'm trying. I'm really trying to think about what war. I mean, I war movies that I've actually seen that I know that I've seen, and I, I know you've seen Full Metal Jacket. You know, I'm. I I apologize for letting that fly over my head. Yeah. So yes, Full Metal Full Metal Jacket might actually be one of my favorites. And it's not, absolutely one of my. favorites. You know, I think I don't think it was a war movie because it's like that first start is like the movie and it's not a war. Right. I mean, it's it's really two halves of a different movie. Yeah. Because uh, you got the first. The first half of the movie where they're in basic training. Yep. And then you follow Joker yeah. through his you know time in Vietnam. Yeah. But that's absolutely a great war movie. That is, yeah, that that is the war movie that really just kind of like sums up like all, they, they nailed that perfectly. Yeah. Yep. I, I can't disagree. What about Apocalypse Now? I've never seen it. You've never seen Apocalypse Now? No. Oh, God. As I said, I'm not much of a, a war movie person because I don't know that... I don't. I don't know why. It's just. I guess. I just. I don't have that. Uh, I don't know what it is about him. I just. I guess. I just don't care for him. Uh, I. I can. I can understand that. But I. But I don't. I don't know why. It's like I can't put. It's not like I say. Oh, I. I'll never watch him because of this. I just never have watched them. Right. Uh, there's. I mean. There's so many good war movies out there that I could. Rattle off, of course. Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. Full Metal Jacket, uh, the Sands, the Sands of Iwo Jima, yeah, Bridge Over the River Kwai. Yeah, there's so many good movies. In, well, like you said, Inglorious yeah. Bastards. Midway, I just watched recently. Midway was a good. That one. was a good one. That I really, I really, cause, like I said, I've I know these battles, but to see them as they were shooting them, like as they were doing that, is it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But what everybody went through, Saving Private Ryan is really good too. Yeah, I think I think well that I enjoyed. I think that might be the one Tom Hanks movie that I think Tom Hanks was like maybe wrongfully cast. Ah, uh, okay. You know, I mean, because he's such a nice guy. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because like I, if he played it like he played like in League of Their Own, yeah, that character, yeah, I could see. As the sergeant, yeah, not the one he was. You, you're you, you're probably still hung up on him as far as Gump. No, I, although that's oh, uh, that's such a wonderful movie. What genre is that? <laughs> you know what? I I I could not tell you because it is not a comedy. It's not a comedy. You know, it's 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 more of a drama. Yeah, I I actually went back and read the book. Mm-hmm. And the it's actually it's really well it really follows the book well. Yeah, I I enjoy the the movie and uh, I I'm glad they never made a sequel to it like they planned on. Well, Gump. Yeah. Well, there's actually I think there's three Forrest Gump books. Yeah, but I'm I've, glad they never made the movie sequel. Oh, I'm, I I agree with you. That that should have been left as it was. That movie is. That's got to be top 10 of all time for mm-hmm. me. And yet, believe it or not, folks, yes, I will put I would put Forrest Gump in my top 10 of all time. It's that well done. It's that powerful of a movie. Yeah, I like it. I just. Uh, it's just. Man, Jenny just shit on him that whole movie. Yeah, and it's like, but that that shows the power of of the power of love, really. Different movie. <laughs> I know it's a curious thing. 
Those were good movies too. Oh, the Back to the Futures? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. We, we can't just disagree. played this weekend the Back to the Future board game. Yeah, I saw Lisa posted that. Yes. Man, it's fucking hard. <laughs> That's what she said too in the post. Yeah, it's a, an incredibly it, hard co op yeah, game. You have about five to seven turns each to get everything done. To get the DeLorean in the right spot, get all the parts you need for it, and get George and uh, Lorraine to fall in love. And Biff is constantly screwing shit up. We had a hell of a time doing it. And it's like, we, we just, we just, it's like I'm looking at the board, I'm like, we, we're not going to get this done. Yeah. We're, we just cannot get this done. <laughs> it's like, but excellent. I, like I said, it's one of the more harder co op games I've ever played. But it is an awesome, it's an awesome game. Just, it takes place in the last, you know, like a little bit of the movie. Okay. And those movies I absolutely, I absolutely love. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a, I love the, I love the Back to the Future yeah. movies too. Time travel movies I've always really enjoyed. See, I, I'm, I'm just a big fan of Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I, 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 I like Christopher Lloyd's stuff. Going back to being the Reverend Jim in Taxi. Mm-hmm. All right, here's one. I'd be interested to hear this. What's your favorite documentary you've ever seen? Oh, now you make me think of what documentaries I've actually seen. I'm not sure. I, I'm well. Okay, you know what? I got one. Obviously, my um, decline of Western civilization two, the Metal Years. It's about the only one I could think that I've actually seen because I'm not. I don't think I'm really big on documentaries. Where I, oh, I, I, I would watch them more on TV. Dude, I'm a documentary freak. I love documentaries. It, serial killer documentaries, yeah, true I, crime documentaries. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Which ones I've actually seen? Like I'd have to. It's a shame that when I lost my old phone, I had all my movies on a list on the phone, and I could have just sat here, gone by genre, and knew exactly which ones I owned. Yeah, but I do not know anymore. How about? Have you ever seen the Paradise Lost trilogy? No. HBO Films did it uh, quite a few years mm-hmm. ago. It's about the West Memphis Three. Okay. Uh, Damien Eccles. Jesse Miss Kelly and Jason Baldwin, three teenagers who were tried and convicted and wrongfully imprisoned for murdering three eight-year-old children in West Memphis, Arkansas. Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh yeah. And the first movie follows is all is like about the trial leading yeah. up to their conviction. The second movie is their appeals process, and the third movie is the climax of the story. Yeah. Let me rewind. All three are, are tried and found guilty with no physical evidence, no corroborating evidence, no forensic evidence. The evidence that they had was they're a satanic cult. And I'm doing the air quotes right now, people. Oh. Beca- they, they were in a satanic cult because they all wore black and listened to heavy metal. Oh. And Damien Eccles was the ringleader. So Jesse Miss Kelly had a measured IQ of about 70. Functionally retarded. Okay. Okay. And he was badgered by police for f- for 12 or 14 hours. And during this time, uh, all that time, there's only about 45 minutes of the interview that's recorded. Mm-hmm. That's red flag number one. So they use this, you know, coerced, worked, forced confession against the other two. They're all convicted. Jesse Miss Kelly is sentenced to life plus 40 years. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That was the deal. That was the fucking plea deal. Life plus 40. Jason Baldwin is sentenced to three life terms, one for each child. Damian Eccles is sentenced to death. Plus two life terms. I I don't know. Mm. But anyway. So now you've got two of them in prison for life and you've got one on death row. The second film goes through their appeals process. And the same judge that heard the original trial and helped to railroad these guys keeps kicking their appeals out, throwing them out. I thought for appellate you had to go someplace else. That's what I thought too, but obviously not in the state of Arkansas. Well, come come time of the third film, it is the crescendo. They've exhausted pretty much all of their appeals processes. Okay, they've exhausted everything. They're on the verge of going to the U.S. Supreme Court Mm. to try and get these convictions overturned. There's been new DNA evidence that exonerates them. The judge will not allow it. The prosecutor is saying, well, but pretty much saying, well, anything that proves that they didn't do it, we don't want to include in this new evidentiary hearing. But anything else will include. And the Arkansas Supreme Court says, no, you can't do that. Mm. It it all means all. Yeah. Well, so the state of Arkansas knows that they're fucked. They know that they're that these guys are going to at the very least get a new trial. Mm -hmm. So what they do was is they say, all right, we're going to offer you what's known as an Alford plea. Alford versus North Carolina. A guy says, okay, I'm guilty, even though I did not do this. They said, okay, and the state says, okay, you did your time served, you're free to go. So these guys admit, you know, uh, pled guilty to three murders that they didn't commit to go free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they Damien Eccles spent 20 years on death row. He spent more than his entire life on death row for a crime he didn't commit. Check it out sometime. Mm. The, the the Paradise Lost trilogy. Probably my favorite documentary. And it's so well done. And it was done actually done by the guys who did Some Kind of Monster. Okay. The Metallica documentary. And it was the first time Metallica had allowed their music to be used in a film. Mm. All of the all of the background music is Metallica stuff. Yeah, through all three movies, it's really cool. Yeah, doc documentaries. Never heard of that one, but uh, I have to have to look that one up. Yeah, I'm uh, not. I'm not. I'm. I've. Uh, I don't know if I'm just. Like I guess it's one of those things where it's like I don't know if I'm just not a fan of doc the documentary stuff, or if I've seen them and I don't think they're documentaries because of the way. Because there are some movies that are like you know, um, the biopics, which are somewhat documentaries to be to all. You know, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, Like the biopic. I mean, the biopic is a genre in and of itself. When did they stop calling it a biopic? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of myopic to call it a biopic. Yeah. It, I remember I remember being called a biopic at one point and then it became a biopic. What's your favorite biopic? I like the People versus Larry Flint. People versus Larry Flint's really good. Uh, that, I I'm a fan of that one too. I'm trying to think of what other ones I've uh, what other ones I've actually seen. 
Have you seen uh, shit? The one on Freddie Mercury. Yes, I didn't like that. You didn't like it? No, and because the the recent one, the most recent one, they the just one, the one with Rami Malek. Yeah, because it was all mostly a lie. Not so there, much a lie. No, there were so many. Just they, it was such a. It, it was a fictional story, wrote with factual content. It was the weirdest thing. You know, I mean, they, they Queen it, never broke up. You know, they kind of went. They just went on a hiatus. Yeah, but they didn't break up like it was a big blow up. You know, nobody knew um, Freddie Mercury had HIV at Live Aid. So the announcing before it was like, no, the only the only people that knew he had it at that yeah. time was the band. And we will rock you, like, the the time was written wrong. I mean, like I said, every, like there was so much false stuff in there to make a movie. You know, it's like they didn't even want to bother to tell those rights. It was all the factual information in like the wrong goddamn order. Yeah. Now, they originally before Rami Malek was cast to play Freddie Mercury. Do you know who they wanted? To, who was originally tagged to play that? Who? Sasha Baron Cohen. Eh, I could see him doing it. Yeah. Well, they they. The rest of Queen ixnate it because well, he wanted to dive more into Freddie's personal life. I thought they, I thought they did do that a lot. Well, no, he wanted to go even oh. deeper with like Freddie's uh, sexual mm-hmm. preferences and you know all like his just like the multiple partners. Yeah, I like I said, I just I I just was not like a fan of of the movie at all because like I said, the timelines were just way off for everything. Yeah. You know, and it just irritated me to no end, like how everything everything was just completely just it seemed just wrong. See, I enjoy I really enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody, and I thought Rami Malek did a. Fan. Oh, he did a great job as Mercury. Oh yeah, every band member, every whoever played every band member was perfect. Yeah. Oh, I. I you know, you won't get but any it was argument like, from me. Even from the beginning, he didn't just show up and see this band. He was friends with the band. A long time before he joined, he yeah. knew them. Yeah, he didn't just show up. Everybody knew him. You know, it's like, you know, it was so weird to me that it's like how everything kind of like Freddie Mercury was known. Yeah, in the music scene. See, I think I kind of just like turned off <laughs> what I knew and just enjoyed the ride because yeah. that was I just thought it was so well done. Mm. And my opinion was probably colored because I heard everybody raving about it, and I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Queen fan. Would Would Young Guns be considered a biopic? <laughs> kind of, sorta. <laughs> but, I mean, because the Lincoln County Regulators were yeah. a real thing. Yeah, you know, Billy the Kid was a real guy. Doc Skurlock. Mm-hmm. They were all real characters. You know, it. I fucking love Young Guns. Oh, Young Guns, yeah. And you know what? I, I kind of wonder, and you've seen pictures of Billy the Kid. Yes. I mean, you can imagine if he would see who actually got to play him. Yeah. Damn. Damn look at that. Just... Yeah, Emilio Estevez. Not pull... bad looking. No, no. Pulled yeah. off, he pulled off Billy the Kid pretty fucking well. Oh, every the whole cast was like the cleanest, dirtiest cowboys there ever were. Yeah. I I thought Kiefer Sutherland was uh was magnificent in that. Yep. As as Doc Skurlock. And then you had Lou Diamond Phillips as uh Chavez Chavez. Yep. Uh Dermot Moroni. He was in the second one as um Dirt was Dermot Moroni? No, cuz he was Dirty Steve. Uh, 
Yeah, that was the second one, though, wasn't no, it? No, that was the first one. Wait, wait. Are you talking? Like, wait, was he? Hold on, just back up. Was he the guy from Ferris Bueller? No, that's Casey Shemashko. Okay, well, he was in the second. Oh no, 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 no! You're thinking of John, uh, not John Cryer. He was in the second one. The the original. Yeah, I, I know who's in the. I know the movie. The, the original Lincoln County Regulators from the first one was, uh, of course, Emilio Estevez was Billy the Kid. Yep. Charlie Sheen was Dick. Mm-hmm. And he was a dick in the movie. Kiefer Sutherland was Doc Skurlock. Mm-hmm. Casey Shemeshko was the little little boxer guy. Yeah. I'm a pugilist. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his his character name, though. And then you had Dermot Moroni as Dirty Steve. Mm-hmm. He was the one uh, when they were when they were tripping on peyote. Did you see the size of that chicken? Yeah, and then um, the guy... Oh, man, I remember... I can't remember his name. He was in uh, the CSI stuff as uh, Pat Garrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Grissom? Well, no, Grissom was his character in CSI. Yeah, Grissom was his character <laughs> in CSI. But yeah, he played... He played uh, he played Garrett, Pat Garrett in the second film. Yeah. And uh, you had in the second one, you also had... Uh, Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh, played by Christian yeah. Slater. Yeah. Which, if you read about Arkansas Dave, holy shit, Christian made him look good. Yeah. Damn. Oh, Dave Rudabaugh was a scumbag. Yeah. But they did they did do his ending properly. Yeah. Because he did make it to Mexico and mm-hmm. was beheaded. He, like, yep. almost immediately. Yeah, so... But it was like you look at pictures of him, and it's like, yeah, they they gave him a good character. Yeah, yeah. Dave Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh, the guy that the guy that played uh, Randy in your um, Trailer Park Boys probably would have done an Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh better. Oh, God. <laughs> nah, nah, not Pat Roach. Which, which maybe is, the guy who plays Ricky, Ricky. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Ricky. Maybe the one with the beard and the. Curly kind of hair. Yeah, that's. Ricky. I didn't watch it enough to know all the characters. That's, that's, that's Ricky. I, I listened to you. Yeah, he would have played. He would have played a good Dave Rudabaugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Young Guns are such good movie. Those they're both really good. Yes, I I rented them uh, when I still was getting the Netflix DVD thing because you can't find I can't find them anywhere to stream without paying for them. Mm. Uh, and I'm not going to pirate them. Intellectual property theft is still theft. Why are you winking? <laughs> he but, didn't. He didn't wink. I just. I put the wink. Yeah, uh, I kind of winked. <laughs> but uh, I. I rented them from. I got them from uh, Netflix home. Yeah. You know, video. And I'm sitting there watching. I just started Young Guns one, and it surprised the shit out of me. Alistair sat down with me. Now, at the time, Alistair was you know nine or ten years old. Sat down with me and watched. Both Young Guns movies and loved them. For and for for a kid that age to get into those a movie like that, you know that type of movie was really cool. And that that tells me that it it speaks to, you know, it, it speaks to a, a broad audience. Yeah, there was a period, there was a period at that time that westerns be, got like a renewal. Yeah, well, you had Tombstone. Yep, which yeah. is another fucking amazing movie. Yeah. Yeah, Western's got like a revival, a small revival of sorts. Yeah. Um, and then that quickly they just went away again. Well, I well you had it, it peaked with the Young Guns movies and Tombstone. Mm-hmm. And Unforgiven was also at Unforgiven that point. Unforgiven was there. And then you had that disaster known as Wyatt Earp. I never saw that. It's not good. And I love Costner, but 
Wyatt Earp was not good. Okay, when you said Costner's in it, there you go. Yeah. I mean, the man can tank any movie. Let's let's see. Waterworld. Uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Uh Superman Returns. Uh-huh. Uh it's like Field of Dreams. He didn't tank Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams I thought was pretty good. Still a fucking boring movie. Well, Costner is a boring actor. You okay. didn't like Dances with Wolves? No. No, boring. He's freaking boring. I like Dances with Wolves. I mean, I swear to God, Costner, if he wants, you know, he can just do, you know, like bedtime stories, just voiceover bedtime stories, you know, and it'll work. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, even he, he made Elliot Ness look boring. Yeah, he did. You know? The untouchables. And I don't know how he keeps getting hired. Well, he, he was all right in JFK. Yeah, because you know, if you look at the style of JFK, he played like a like a stick up your ass kind of person. Yeah. So he wasn't acting no more. Ouch. Okay, like maybe Kevin Costner will ban me or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's gonna ban you on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he's he, gonna ban he, you on Twitter. He, yeah. Well, I'm not on Twitter, so good luck. Yeah. Good luck. And I'm probably I updated my profile picture, so I might actually be going back to Facebook. Wow. Um, won't be posting much, but, uh, I think I've cleaned up it. I've cleaned up my profile pages enough where I'm not going to see any garbage anymore. Well, just make sure you share the podcast posts. Well, yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm going back. Yeah. Because I want to, you know, I, I feel I gotta, I, it's funny cause even though I'm not on, I keep getting things in my email. Hey, you have been on a while. Uh, people are talking about you. <sighs> okay. What's going on? And then I saw Greg Bickley liked one of the things. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so he's aware of it now. So it's like, you know what? Maybe I should go back on. So, you know, we can we can have Greg to thank for this. Yeah, thanks, Greg. <laughs> awesome guy. Loves the Firefly series. Okay. Board gamer. Great guy. Musician all around. Yeah, I saw his profile picture. He's yeah. a drummer. Yeah, Greg, Greg isn't. You don't know him personally? I don't think so. I thought, see, that's, I thought it like we had a crossing there because he's a musician, but a board gamer. So it's a little bit in your world, a little bit in mine. See, I don't, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I know him personally. So, you know, I, I, Hey, uh, you know, I welcome to the, welcome to the fold. Yeah. Cause I thought, I thought it was great to, to see him on there. Yep. Yeah. Welcome to the fold, dude. Glad to have, glad to have you along for the ride. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's the, he's the reason I'm thinking maybe I'll get back on and just do a thing here and there. Think of uh, another genre real quick. I had one in my head. Sci-fi. Sky-fi. Yes. One of my, one of my somewhat favorites. Love. I love a good sci-fi. See, and I'm, I'm on the other side. I really don't care for much sci-fi. I have my things I, I enjoy. I enjoy the Star Trek movies. Yeah, you know, I enjoy the Star Trek movies. Uh, Alien, the Alien trilogy is really good, especially yeah, there, the first one. There's so much, so much wonderful sci-fi out there. Yeah, especially, and it's one of those that's wonderful to pick apart. Uh, the cheesy sci-fi is even better than the the good stuff. Right. You know, Flash Gordon. Mm, I. Probably Don't. have seen it. Max von Sydow's in that. You better have seen it. Okay, Queen you're, does the soundtrack. You're talking about the original Flash Gordon movie. Yes, I've yes. seen it. 
but it's probably been 30 years since I've seen it. I, it's, pro- it's probably been about 30 days. I love that movie. <laughs> I got to watch it again, though. I love that movie. That was one of the first... I bought that album just because I had to have, you know, what albums were not that grossly expensive. Yeah. You know, I got the Flash Gordon album. But yeah, of course, the Star Trek movies. Uh, there's one with Dennis Hopper um, called Space Truckers. Never saw that. Very hard to find. Basically, well, he's a space trucker. And to make money, he starts, uh, you know, hauling illegal aliens, which are actually aliens. Hmm. <laughs> And all sorts of shenanigans ensue. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. But the, all the aliens are played by female martial artists. Oh, Jesus. So, but, it, but it's not in a sexual way. But their movements are very, like, fluid. Yeah. And very, like, you know, ninja-like. Yeah. Which really adds to the, these aliens' presence. Like I said, it's not done in a sexual light. As a matter of fact, if I wasn't told they were all female, I wouldn't have even known. Huh. It's just the way they move around. Yeah. Um, oh, I love sci-fi. Even Star Wars. I won't piss on Star Wars. I won't piss on it either. I, I, just... I you know, I like I like the Star Wars. I'm, I'm not one of those Star Wars. I'm not I don't get so much into it where, you know, I gotta, you know, I'm a Jedi. No, no, I but the story is all right. Yeah, the story is the story is really is yeah. really good, actually. It I they kind of lost me on episode one. Mm, but yeah, it was, it was episode one was terrible, and a lot of that comes down to Jar Jar Binks. I more I blame Anakin. Really, you didn't like Anakin? I think they made him too young. Oh, you think he should have been a bit he older? He should have started as a teenager, and not had and not had whatever kid that was grew up to hating Christensen. Yeah, so like, stop it. That don't work. Yeah. I, I did see episode two and episode three. Yep. I saw I did not see the last three. Neither have I. But you know, not because I just I don't know. I think my problem with the prequels and the eventual sequels is when you had four, five, and six, it was a certain technical style. Yeah. A certain movie making style. And then one, two, and three were set in the past. But look more futuristic. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. the, the technological exactly. advancements. And then s- 7, 8, and 9 were set a little bit in the future, but are way futuristic. Yeah. It's like, my God, it's like, you know, and and I sometimes that takes me out of things. Okay. Let's Let's narrow this down even further. What's the best Star Trek movie? And you can count two. Khan. Yeah, done. <laughs> I love that one. Khan, uh, Wrath of Khan is is an awesome movie. Ricardo Montalban was the greatest villain in any movie ever. I put him above Max Sorkin in James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I he, don't know. He was the great. He he was singularly focused. He knew what he wanted. He he out he beat Kirk at every instant, outsmarted him every single way. Yeah. Until he didn't. That was it. Well, and even at the end, he he at his last breath he tried to just kill him. Yeah. To you the, know? to the very death. Yes, and 
I love that movie all the way around. Yeah, it's a it is a, it is a great movie. What's your favorite uh, Next Generation? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see. First Contact. Yeah. I, I Definitely would, First Contact. I would agree. Insurrection, Nemesis, and Generations had a lot of problems. Yeah. Uh, Storytelling-wise. Generations. That's the one where it was like the crossover between... It was, yeah. It was the first one. The only reason... They, they, had, to, they had to put Kirk in it. Yeah. But I really wish they found a better way to do it. Yeah. You know? Um... I understand they wanted to do the handoff and stuff like that, but I don't know the the whole time travel thing. It's like you the, the whole first off time travel is tricky in any movie. Yeah, because you now you now enter into a whole thing where okay in this movie we have a time travel device where you're allowed to leave at any point in time and any place in time. So they both decide to do it right before he launches the second missile? Right. Why wouldn't you go back in time and prevent him first from destroying the Enterprise B that makes Kirk die? You see? So they could have one half of the story where Kirk goes back and stops him there. Uh Uh-huh. Which maybe stops this thing in the second half of the movie, too, and has a ripple effect. Okay, a butterfly effect thing. Yeah. But no, they stop him right before he launches the second. Like I said, you can go anywhere in time, any place in time. And you chose right before he launches the second missile. Make no sense. Yeah. Writing. And I said, that was just, and that's why I said time travel movies are tough. When you enter that time travel element where you put that rule into effect and you screw it up. Yeah. What about action movies? Last Action Hero is one of, is I like that one. Last Action Hero is good. Last Action Cobra. Oh, that's a forgotten classic. <laughs> yes. That's a forgotten classic. Uh, the, the Expendables were just a great series of movies. You're the disease. And um, I'm the cure. And uh, the Fast and Furious. <laughs> the Rambo movies. Yes, the Rambo movies. The Terminator series. Terminator series, yeah. I, yeah, Action's another one that just... Um, I think Conan maybe would fit Conan, in. That. Yeah, you could call or, Conan an action movie. Yeah, the Conan movies were fun. The first one, the second one was more fun than the first one. The, the second one was a was a D and D campaign. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you had the thief, the wizard. Yeah, you know, but it was still a fun D and D campaign. Yeah, it was. All right, we're an hour and twenty three deep. Damn, your favorite movie of all time, any genre, movie that. Your, your desert island movie. I've often said it's just it's Yellowbeard. I absolutely there's so much in that movie I love. Yeah, but as you know, like I said, Cheech and Chong, half a Monty Python. It's a pirate movie. It's a comedy, quotable, and I just enjoy some of the. Com- I, I love that movie to death. I've seen it so many times, and I w- it will never get old to me. I think I could probably quote the whole movie. Line for line in my head. Yeah, we probably both could. Yeah. You know, Yellowbeard is up there on my Desert Island movie mm-hmm. list. And now that you mention that, I am I might have to agree. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to agree. Yellowbeard is just such a wonderful movie. I, I, I love it. 
like for all the reasons that you gave. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Marty Feldman, you've got Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Eric Idle, Cheech and Chong, Nigel Planner. Yes, yes. Nigel Planner. Yeah, a little bit ones. of young ones in there. A little too. bit of young ones in there. It's 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 really good storytelling. You know. Yeah. And and there's enough absurdity. David Bowie's even in it. Yeah, that, that's right. Bowie is in it. Yeah, and it's like, and yeah, and some of the the jokes are just so, you know, just, just hilarious in and of itself. When you have like three people on a ship in charge of discipline. Yep. Yeah. And don't forget, Mister Prostitute. Yep. Yeah. Is a ah, ah, oh, nail that man's foot to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite scene of all in that whole movie, and I still I laugh at this so much, when a guy is yelling "All's well," and yep. he needs to take over the ship, and he goes, he goes over, kicks him up, "All's well." <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's such a great. It's such a good movie. I, yeah. you know, I'm gonna have to watch it again. I, uh, like like I said before, I bought, I found it yeah. on Blu-ray, I bought it instantly. I'm like, yeah, son of a bitch, I need this movie. I need this in my life. Yep. I, I'm going to have to watch that again. Yep, and I know we. there's a lot of movies we left lying. I mean, if you're going to stop this, I mean, honorable mention to superhero movies. Oh, yeah, superhero movies. I have a, I have a lot of them. You I, know what? Speaking of superhero movies, I just rewatched the Dark Knight trilogy this weekend. Yeah. You know, the great, great trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you kind of shat on them a little bit i did not no 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 not those oh i know you kind of shat on the deadpool movies especially deadpool 2 did i yeah you shat on deadpool 2. i don't think i did i think you did um i, I love i love dude. deadpool i love the deadpool movies i have like i said i have all the superhero movies i don't think i could have shat on too much no i mean because I, I i enjoy superhero movies it i was, mean it was a, it was i a, mean shit condor man it was, was it was a little nugget but it was still shat upon well, some of these deserve it. Some do, you know, like the Green Lantern. Yes, yes. Sadly, the Green Lantern, but that's maybe one I don't own. Their their superhero movies are definitely more or less a newer thing. I mean, they 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 tried it sparingly years ago. Yeah, when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, and for good reason. <laughs> do you remember Dolph Lundgren's Punisher? Yes. Oh God, that was so fucking bad. But then again. Dolph Lundgren's He-Man was bad too. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was that was that was terrible. Yes, but he did he did good for Rocky Three. Oh God, he was great as Drago. Yes, so he, Dolph Lundgren redeems himself. Yeah, but uh, I, oh God, the, the Punisher, the the original Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren, is like Judge Dread level. So bad it's so bad you have to watch it. Mm. You know, as Stallone's Dread, Judge Dread is fucking horrible. <laughs> yep, it's horrible. But I can't. I I I I own the DVD. It's entertaining. I watch it. it, it it's just enter- it's, Some of them are entertaining, even though we know they piss all over the franchise. Yeah, but they're even like I said, Batman, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, everybody universally hates it. It's at like two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I enjoy the movie. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I hate that I enjoy the movie. And, and, well, that that <laughs> was like, when they tried to take it back to the camp. Yeah, you know? and 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 it worked. Yeah, it Joel, worked. Joel Schumacher has had apologized for the movie in the movie common DVD commentary. Yeah, but it's like you know what I I still enjoyed it as silly and stupid as it was. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, 
I, I I enjoy it too, but I, I I don't dig on Schwarzenegger. It's like you like you said when we were talking about it before. Yeah. Uh, Schwarzenegger, Arnold, do you want to play Mister Freeze? No, I don't want to play Mister Freeze. You get to do one line. I want to play Mister Freeze. Yeah, that that I uh, I saw a, a comment like um a YouTube thing about it, and I I swear they hinted that that's why he he got paid a lot of money for that. Oh yeah, you know Schwarzenegger made you know, bank on that. But that's the reason that he said that he did it was for all the money they paid him, and I think almost half the budget was on him. Oh, I I don't doubt it. You know, but it was like I swear they wrote that script for him too. Yeah. So when they have those stories about the LED lights in his mouth, the batteries burned his tongue. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> it's a- oh, man. All right, guys. Um, uh, before we go, Bill and I, before we went on the air, we were talking a little bit about an idea. Since uh, WrestleMania season's coming up, what we would, what I would like to do is have Bill and I each pick our favorite WrestleMania match. How about you guys throw us some love in the comments on our Facebook page or wherever you can get a hold of us. Let us know what you think is the best WrestleMania match ever, and maybe we'll do three watch-alongs. My favorite, Bill's favorite, and the and the uh, audience choice. Hmm? What do you think of that? You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking oh, I thought you. you were asking the audience. I'm asking them too, but you're here. All right. So they can't, well, yes. I, I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah, because so, I, because I, when we were talking about it, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna have to do some research. Now you weren't talking title matches, were you? No, just all around. Oh, okay, good, good. Because I thought you were like just because we were just gonna do title matches. No, it does. It doesn't have to be a title match because the one that I'm thinking, like the one that is, are the two that are leading in my head now, are not title matches. Okay, they're not title matches. The two that are in the lead for me right now are. Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair in Flair's final match. Mm-hmm. And Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, the the light versus the dark. Right. Okay. Which which ended up being Shawn's last match, I believe. Or for a while. It was Shawn's retirement match. Those are the two that are in the, are in the lead for me. Yeah. I'll have to go through all the WrestleManias and just kind of see. Because I honestly, when you first mentioned this to me, I thought we were talking maybe just title matches. No. You know? No. So we'll, there'll definitely some great ones out there. Oh yeah, but even if you want to keep it in the title match realm, there's no, 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 it's fine. no, no. It's I'm like just saying there's so many great title matches. Lesnar versus Angle. I'm sure Al Snow's been in a WrestleMania. Al Snow has been in a WrestleMania. <laughs> the Blue Meanie, I believe, has been in a WrestleMania. <laughs> Love you, Meanie. This year, Riddle will be in a WrestleMania. Oh, how's he doing? Uh, he's the current U.S. champ. Oh, congratulations to Riddle. Yep. I always knew you had it in you. Oh, yeah. Oh, but do, the, the way that, well, it was, they, the way. Now, they, damn it, put on some proper shorts. <laughs> the way they did it was the way I predicted they would do it. They put, uh, well, we talked about this. Yeah. They They put John Morrison in to make it a three-way. Riddle beats Morrison, so he doesn't, so Lashley doesn't have to lose the fall. Mm-hmm. Lashley comes out, destroys Drew McIntyre, and Drew, uh, Bobby Lashley is now the WWE champion. What so, I would what I would like to see done with Riddle, bring back the right to center real quick, make Riddle cover up. <laughs> <laughs> you said this before, dude. <laughs> and on behalf of Matt Riddle, yeah. I'm just gonna say, bro, <laughs> bro. 
Just some shoes. Put some shoes on. You're gonna get a hangnail. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, when he made his his debut on NXT, like just in the crowd when he first signed, yeah. he's wearing a suit. You know, he's dressed to the nines, and wearing fucking flip flops. I'll listen, I'll be honest. I mean, that's Matt. I I absolutely. Matt Riddle, I think is probably the only person that could pull off that look. Yeah, successfully, because you know when you think of wrestlers. The knee pads, the the big boots, the elbow. I mean, he's the, he's the easiest creative wrestler to make. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, you do create a wrestler in no mercy. You can make Matt Rill in all the two minutes. Shorts done. We're good. You know. Yep. I mean, you know, and it is it is like sometimes kind of jarring when you see other guys out there that have like pads and tape. And like everything under the sun on, yep. D'Lo with a chest protector. And then, <laughs> oh God! Yeah, but and then Matt comes out wearing, you know, literally just like you know a bathing suit. Yeah, you know he wear he wears fight shorts. Yeah, and he you know he he wrestles in the same gear he fought in the octagon. Yeah. So like I said, he he might be the only one that could really pull that off. I could not picture yeah. other people pulling that off. Me neither. You know. However, has he ever? Did, does, you might ask him this next time. When he does the kick of the flip flops, uh-huh. has he ever hit someone in the mouth? He's hit. He has hit somebody with him. <laughs> he has hit somebody with him, and it, it, on live TV, he's hit somebody with him. That I could see is also a funny move just to do in the ring. Yeah, just to like somebody's doing a promo in front of you and kick flip flip flop to the mouth. You know what? <laughs> uh, the, uh, and. Props to Matt and to WWE for capitalizing on this. They actually are selling Riddle flip-flops on the WWE store. Yeah. Yep. Gotta love it. Yep. All right, gang. So, like I said, we want to talk about uh, favorite WrestleMania matches. Uh, Drop your suggestions. Oh, no, not them. Find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash oh, no, not them pod. Uh, drop us a line, oh no, not them pod at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok. Jesus you can find us Christ on Twitter. On yes, we're on TikTok. <laughs> All right. So until next week, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. See you later. <laughs>